Okay, what do you want to say? You have to say it into, into this part right here. Hi, I'm Leo. What's your name? All right, y'all, I think you can hear video games in the background, and you can hear two children who are jumping on and off couches, but we're just going to roll with it. I'm Sarah Peck, and this is the Startup Pregnant Podcast. Today, I want to talk about getting out of a rut, and that is the feeling that you get when you don't know where to start, there are too many things to do, you don't even have a to-do list, you feel anxious, stressed out, overwhelmed. I mean, to be honest, I'm talking to a lot of my fellow parents, especially people who are stuck at home with children trying to work, and every moment feels like a rut. So how do you get out of a rut? And actually, if you have suggestions, please write to me because I would love to know what it is that you do to get out of a rut, and I will tell you what I do. Deal? Let's do it. One of the things that's most challenging for me right now is going from a kitchen full of dishes and a house completely full of mess and I'm not even wearing a sensible outfit. Like I may be haphazardly wearing leftover clothes and I'm stepping over things and tripping over them. And then I dart into the bedroom, which is now our office as well as our exercise studio, as well as the place we actually sleep. And then I try to switch on and instantly get work done. And sometimes I sit down and I find myself in a loop of email where I don't even know how to answer an email. I'm just like, what do I do? Because my brain is so cloudy and it's really hard to task switch that fast. So what I find myself craving and looking for is a reset button. Some way that I can press the button where it's like I've had that fresh cup of coffee and it's early in the morning and my brain isn't too cloudy yet, but that's really hard to find. So what I've been searching for are quick, simple reset buttons, things I can use dependably to get started or to make the switch. And I talked about this on one of the earlier episodes. Sometimes I walk in and I spray a spritz of perfume and I light a candle because then I remember, yes, it is now time for me to occupy this brain over here. Some fail-safes for me are exercise, reading, and journaling. Those work really well when I feel like I'm stuck. But that's really hard to do when you're ducking into a room and you have 15 minutes, you have 30 minutes, or you only have a few minutes of time here and there. The first thing I want to say is that this is a skill that you can get better at. Being able to dart quickly back and forth between things, it's something we'll get better with over time. So if you feel absolutely chaotic right now, remember that you will grow this skill and you might be bad at it for a while, but you will get better at it over time. So how bad you feel at it today won't be as bad as it is in four weeks and four weeks after that. You can hone this and practice it and work at it. Now, we may not want this as our ideal default set of circumstances, but if we're going to be here for a while, we might as well get better at it. So one of the things we're all going to do is practice and observe and learn. What are the things that help me quickly switch from one place to another? What are the shortcuts I can use? What are the things that help me get better at going quickly in and out of work mode. So some examples for me, like I said, the perfume, but also five minutes or less of exercise. And the ideal here is to get it down to the smallest possible piece that you can use. So for me, that will be one down dog. And what happens is I go into down dog, I start stretching, I start pedaling out my feet. I have a yoga mat 
laid out in my room constantly. I'm constantly vacuuming too because there are always crumbs that get on the yoga mat, but I don't want to roll it up. So I just leave it out. But I get down, I do one downward dog, I start stretching my legs, and then things start settling. It's like turning my brain and my body upside down a little. Maybe it's the blood flow that gets into my head. And I say, oh, there's the podcast I want and the book, but the article, and and then things start to piece together. And then I say, okay, here we go. And I take a deep breath. Sometimes five deep breaths with my eyes closed does it. And sometimes what I do is I flop down on the bed with a book And I just start reading because invariably within five or 10 minutes, my brain's going to start trickling over somewhere and it lands on something and it hooks onto something that I want to do. And I say, okay, now I know. Now I know what it is that I'm going to do with the next 20 minutes that I have. Sometimes in the morning, if I'm feeling absolutely completely foggy and like I'm just filled with, I, (laughs) I used to call this mental snot, like not actual snot, but like you've got boogers in your brain, you're trying to clear the cobwebs out. You just got to get a really good blow of your nose. I got one of those trays for my spin bicycles and I will sit and I will just bike at a really low walking pace. Sometimes I'll call a friend or I'll just voxer a friend and tell him what I'm up to and say, I feel like distracted and all over the place and I don't know what to do. And those pieces help me move forward. Exercising, showering, talking to a friend, journaling, deep breathing. Now, In that miracle morning world where we don't have children and there is no pandemic, maybe I would do all six of those things. I'm actually not so certain I would do those because I would I would be like, oh, I have all this time and I wouldn't actually get it done. So now when we're in a pandemic with children, I am clinging desperately to those things. Oh, that's my alarm. Okay, I'm going to go get the laundry because that's my laundry alarm and I've got to go change it. And my 38 minutes are done here. So... I'm going to see if I can continue this train of thought after I get back from the laundry. Okay, so where was I? I honestly can't remember, so I'm going to have to go back and replay what I just said and see if I can remember, because this is what it feels like to have a brain in a pandemic with interruptions. And deep breathing, ready, go. The other thing that's really helped me in terms of getting out of a rut is to make obscenely small goals, like really, really, really small goals. I pick one thing to do each day and I'm like, if if I do this, it will be successful. Sometimes I pick up to three things and I'll tell you today my goal is record a podcast, play the piano and go outside and really small, like a four minute podcast, play the piano for one minute, that counts. And if I just step outside, that counts. That, to me, is an epic day right now. So if we can set really small goals, goals that are in line with 15-minute and 20-minute fragments of time, goals that are in line with not being able to schedule things and having to do things after the kids go to bed or before you know we fall asleep at night or only if other parameters are achieved. Setting super small goals gives me the sense of accomplishment and satisfaction. Relatedly, the morning posts that I've been doing, one of the things they serve to do is they give me a boost because I've done something and I'm able to check something off. And instead of waking up and looking at a huge pile of work and long-term goals and so many moving parts and so many team members and feeling paralyzed, I just do one tiny small thing and it gets the engine rolling and it gets it going. The last thing I want to say about getting out of a rut 
is that the first time back is always a little clunky. So if you're trying to get back into something, and I'm so familiar with this because I have been blogging for 10 years, and there are always times when, oops, there went a month, and now I'm trying to get back in. The first blog post back feels like just, ugh, it just, I never publish something that's like astronomically good the first time back. Usually the second one's not that great either, and the third one's okay, and the fourth one, what happens by the fourth one is that I forget that I'm so self-conscious about what's going on, and I'm back in the rhythm. And so if you're trying to do something and you're feeling clunky or uncomfortable, the way out of a rut is to pick the smallest possible thing that you can do. Like make it so small, it's completely nonsensical that you wouldn't do it. Like if you're trying to, I have a client that's working on doing a series of of videos right now. And the extreme version of this is to have a professional camera crew and to polish and to perfect the script and to hone the marketing messages and then to have a good background and do dual cameras and have an interviewer and like that project could take a year. So what's the smallest possible thing that you could do right now? Can you go on Instagram stories and do a 30 second clip? Just a riff, no perfection. Can you do some crappy first drafts? Because the best way out of a rut is to go super small with your expectations and to do it four times. Those are my thoughts today in this episode of Let's Talk. I genuinely think this is one of the harder skills that we have to learn, which is how do you continue forward when circumstances aren't perfect, when you're feeling totally overwhelmed, when you don't have time, when you don't have the things that you would normally rely on to get things done? How do you get up and you do it anyways? How do you find your way back in? How do you find your way and keep going? Getting out of a rut can be super hard, but we can make it easier by learning and observing the things that we can use, the tools we can use to get our better or best behavior. Whether that's popping in for a quick shower, I don't care if you shower 12 times a day, if that's what helps you do your writing, whether that's reading fragments of a book, listening to meditations, doing a downward dog, calling a friend, exercising, eating a bag of chips for all I care, whatever it is that gets you to closer to the things that you want to be doing with your life, the better. Thanks for listening, everyone. I am grateful to get to do this. This is one of my routes back to sanity. So, you know, I have to get on here, talk it out, figure it out, and then I feel a little bit more sane each and every day. I'll see you on the next episode.